Hello, hello, and welcome. This is the Fake Football Podcast. I'm your host, Lenny, a.k.a. Mr. Top of Brown Rice. And on today's episode, going to be looking at what's going on in the NFC. It's the most interesting conference by far to me. I mean, considering that the Chiefs seem to be beginning their reign of dominance, their reign of terror. They're the new Patriots of the 2020s, as opposed to the Patriots of the 2000s and 2010s. That's what it seems to be. KC, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid just dialing up. Else for the rest of the conference, for the rest of the league, it's a big bad situation over there in the AFC. And we pretty much know the lay of the land, what's going on over there. But the NFC picture is by far the most interesting considering the average age of the quarterbacks, some quarterbacks leaving. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink to all the cheese heads out there. Shout out to Vince Lombardi. And going to be looking at that looking at the most interesting division by far the poorest <laughs> in the past in the 2022 season overall the nfc south as well what's been going on over there and of course with the drafts coming up very very soon going to be speaking about that top 10 picks the biggest prospects uh, some of the players that I have seen play in terms of the college game, I'm not a huge college head. I don't know which games to watch, but being in the SEC geography in the overall frame, I'm in LSU country down here in Louisiana. I'm going to be speaking about some of the players that I've seen play and some of the teams who they might fit with uh, in terms of so in, in terms of what's going to be happening with that, with the draft coming up soon, as well as the AFC picture. Like I said, Casey running the show. Uh, the Bengals, can they run it back? Uh, they have at least one more year. Can the Bills run it back? That's that's a very, very interesting conversation, especially what's going to be happening in their division. The AFC East is going to be one to watch this coming up season, as well as ending it up with my beloved, beloved Green Bay. Can Jordan Love do the things? Can Matt LaFleur make it happen? It's going to be interesting to see. Uh First things first, starting off with the NFC. This uh, this conference is weird. This conference is very, very weird. I mean, just picking out any of the top, top tier teams that you would be looking at in terms of who will go into the 2023 season with the Super Bowl in mind. The Eagles, obviously, last year, they kind of took the league by storm. They took the NFC by storm. They took the, I mean, the NFC East was the worst conference by far in 2021 season, uh, by far. And then they completely flipped it on its head. Every single team finished above 500, even the Washington Commanders. Ridiculous. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see if they can run that back. Uh, as per usual, uh, going into the free agency season, no team really, well, no Super Bowl team immediately gets better. A lot of the time, a lot of those players are thinking, okay, sweet, I got a ring. Let me go get paid. Uh, let me go get this bag. I got a ring. Now uh, my legacy is cemented. I, I've done well, so on and so forth. The Eagles are not the, are the exact same. Um, similar situation happening over there in KC, but they've shown that they can replenish and replace and continue at the same level. The Eagles, we're going to have to see. I mean, we saw the Bengals go on a, a fairy tale run last season, uh, the season before, make it to the Super Bowl. They lost in the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald was not to be denied, uh, even though OBJ went down in the fourth quarter, but like, Aaron Donald was not to be denied. Uh, Sean McVay got his ring, so on and so forth. And then the Bengals tried to run it back. They couldn't beat KC two in a row. 
uh, and then they it's going to be interesting to see what happens with them. A similar story happened with the Rams who lost uh, against the Pats um, in the 2019 Super Bowl. Uh, very, very interesting to see what's going to happen because the Rams had to retool. They had to, they had to get in a new quarterback because uh, Jared Goff, shout out to him though. Shout out to Jared Goff. I know he's in my division, but I have no real beef with the Detroit Lions because they're the Lions. Come on. Um, Shout out to him for kind of turning things around. The Lions looked quite interesting last year. I don't know if they'll be actually be contenders, but it's going to be interesting to see can Jalen Hurts do it again. He was phenomenal last season. He was, uh, that O-line was amazing as well. Uh, shout out to Jason Kelsey. They were fantastic, but can they do it again? Can they, they, they probably... They'll probably win their division again. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys will be as strong as they were this past season. Cowboys finished 12-5. and five. They were really, really strong. However, they eventually lost. I mean, they dumped out a poor Buccaneers team in the wild card. We, in, during the, in the wild card, wild card round, that Buccaneers team was by far the worst. <laughs> so the, probably one of the worst teams, if not the worst team Tom Brady's ever been on. Um, and also shout out to TB12 for actually retiring this time. Hopefully we need to keep our fingers and toes crossed that that motherfucker does not come back. You need to stay retired, my guy. No one wants to see your Terminator ass in another championship game, please. No, no, no. We're tired of it. Uh, let it, let it die. Seven rings is by far enough. You could, you could give four more rings away and it would still be enough. Like, come on, my guy. Mm. And so, the Eagles, they have a phenomenal O-line. That one-two punch at wide receiver is just pretty much untouchable. I don't think there is a better one-two punch in terms of Devontae Smith and Brown and and Brown. They are they were fantastic. They were deep ball threat. They they ran amazing routes all season. They they did the same in the Super Bowl. However, they came up just short. I, I believe their defense kind of let them down. Uh, we did hear plenty, plenty trash talk after the championship game with the Niners. Uh, they were like, hey, these guys are trash. They're going to get exposed, so on and so forth. I kind of feel for that team. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think the Eagles will probably bring a lot of these guys back. And so Philly should have another bite at the cherry next season. Jalen Hurts, he will probably be able to come back and play at a similar standard. But, you know, things like injuries, especially in the NFL, injuries are a huge, huge concern. The sport is built off of injuries. We saw what happened with the Niners. I will touch on them in a second. And will they have the same luck in terms of injuries? Jalen Hurts was, he had that shoulder injury towards the end of the regular season. He managed to come back strong, no real issues. They did admittedly have a somewhat easy uh, playoff ties. They, they played against the Giants who dumped out the Vikings. I don't know how the Vikings <laughs> lost that game, but they played against a division rival who they smacked up in the regular season as well. And then they got to play against a quarterbackless 49ers team uh, in the championship game. So they had a relatively easy ride through to the 
to the Super Bowl. They met up against a legendary coach and a legendary player in Patrick Mahomes, the best player, the best quarterback in the league, I think, by far. I don't think anyone really in the conversation, yes, chat about Joe Burrow, talks about uh, about that lad over there at the Bills. Um, <laughs> uh, and he, he, Patrick Mahomes is the guy. He's a guy. Josh Allen, I mean, sure, he was doing amazing things, but the way he plays a game, he's going to get injured at some point sooner rather than later. Hopefully, for the Bills Mafia, it's not soon, but that that's a very dangerous style of play. We all see about his longevity. Patrick Mahomes has been able to kind of mature, but enough about the AFC. Um so we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Eagles. We'll see what happens if they can run it back. That's going to be interesting. They should be able to bring back a lot of these players, uh, and they should be able to win their division. However, in their division, they do have the Cowboys. I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year, like I said. But the Eagles are going to have a one-seed schedule, so they're going to have a very, very difficult schedule. Uh, can they run it back? Can they overcome all these obstacles that they are going to have to face. They're going to have a target on their backs this season. It's going to be interesting. I think uh, we're going to have to see if Jalen Hurts is the real, real deal or if it was a, he was a one-season wonder. It, it remains to be seen. Um, over to the Niners, who they did beat in the championship game. I felt like the Niners were the best team in football right the way through. Um, I mean, they jumped out the Cowboys. They handled business at every single round right the way through. They tore, um, was it the Seahawks? I think they tore the Seahawks to absolute shreds in the wild card round. Um, and they, Kyle Shanahan is a monster. Uh, when, when he gets that running game going and he got Christian McCaffrey, just a phenomenal, phenomenal addition to that team. Uh, he wasn't doing much in Carolina anyways. And he came through to, he had an immediate impact for the Niners. And they have been able to keep it rolling. I mean, they, they make deep runs into the playoffs season in, season out under Kyle Shanahan. They went to the Super Bowl. They went to the championship game, I believe, the season before when they lost to the Rams. They went again to the championship game. They lost to the Eagles this time. I thought... Even though they had a third-string quarterback in there, Brock Purdy was handling business right the way through, through through the playoffs, through the end of last, uh, the end of the regular season. He was handling business. He was doing everything that you need him to do. He wasn't turning the ball over unnecessarily. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink over there at uh, Jimmy G. And it, it just it just wasn't meant to be for them. I still think that. I, I had going into championship game. I felt it, it was going to be a Niners Bengals Super Bowl. Wasn't meant to be. Um, the Niners, they, I mean, Kyle Shanahan, he makes it happen. Um, and their defense is mean, mean, mean. Uh, Nick Bosa, absolute monster. Um, that entire team is they. They just have a very good mentality. They they come back season and season out. I think they should be the biggest threat in the NFC uh, in terms of the, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl uh, contention, um, who's going to make it out there. It depends, though, 
because I've never seen Trey Lance play. I, I don't think I've seen him play a full game. Uh, I saw Brock Purdy play. He impressed me enough to be like, okay, for a third string quarterback, you make it happen enough to not hinder the rest of an extremely talented team. Um, Trey Lance, we'll see. We'll see what he does. We'll see what he does. I haven't seen him play enough for me to have any uh, opinion of him, um, even at the college level, I didn't. I haven't seen him play, so I don't know. Uh, that's going to be a huge question mark, and it's going to be a huge question mark about a lot of teams. Um, I touched on the, I touched on the Eagles, of course. I touched on the Cowboys a little bit. The Giants would be another interesting choice. Daniel Jones, he did really well. I think he he. He's come under a lot of stick, obviously playing for a New York franchise. You're gonna be under under the lights. You're gonna there's gonna be a ton of interest on you and what you do. I think he he stood up quite well last season. His run game, uh just adding that element there, trying to exploit that. Uh is it Mike Dable? Great culture. He's turned it around over there. They did finish nine, seven, and one. Um and they did make the playoffs. They dumped out the Vikings, like I said earlier. Quite a surprising result, considering how well the Vikings were doing last season, going into the going into wild card weekend. And the Giants, I mean, they ran into the Eagles. The Eagles tore them to shreds, but they did make a big addition for this off season. They brought in uh, Waller from from the Raiders, who was pretty much almost their only threat up until they did bring in uh, Adams from the Packers. And it's going to be interesting. I think the Giants would be one to watch out for. We'll see if Daniel Jones can really take another step forward because I think he's going to have to take another step forward to get them anywhere near uh, uh, a championship game or the divisional round again. It's going to be tough very very tough for them but we'll see what happens um the vikings i mean they had 13 wins last year they were a 13 win team um question marks over kirk cousins uh, i think he's kind of middle of the pack to me he's kind of like a Derek carr um where he'll get he'll win you the games that you're supposed to win but he's not going to win you the games that you aren't supposed to win and that's that it leaves you in a position where I mean they had to pay him a lot of money to keep him around, um, or to bring him over there uh, to the Vikings in the first place. He doesn't necessarily look like the solution, but they should, considering that now he's going to be playing in an Aaron Rodgers-less NFC North. For I mean, of course, Aaron Rodgers isn't gonna come back unless he's gonna do a, go full on Brett Favre. Um, hopefully not, but they, then they don't look like they're going to have too much competition in, in that division. So they should get another bite at the cherry, maybe, maybe even another after that, um, to make a, a deep playoff run. But if they can't overcome teams in the wild card round, a nine, a nine win team in the wild card round after you, you won 13 games that season, it's going to be tough because, Truth be told, the Detroit Lions could be uh, could be an apt an actual threat in that division uh, to the Vikings. It's probably going to be between those two. Chicago has way too much, way too. I mean, what they they finished last? <laughs> they had the one the the f number one draft pick. Uh, that's how terrible they were last season. They're putting their faith in Justin in Fields, and 
we're gonna have to see if they can um if they can really push on and if he's the right guy to build around him and his run game because he he got a tremendous amount of yards uh in terms uh, from his run game uh they did go and get uh dj moore from the panthers i think that's a good addition giving him someone to to flex his arm game uh his passing game and they gave up the one the number one draft pick of course to the carolina panthers and now i'm going to segue into Actually, quickly before that, I think the Seahawks as well, they could be, they could be in some sort of conversation because outside of the Niners, no one's really impressing uh, out of the West. I mean, the Rams just, they, they, they won this, their ring and then they just took this season off. Sean McVay and the lads, they were like, you know what, fuck it. Uh, and they, they've lost a lot of players as well this offseason, so I don't expect them to come back and do anything special. The Cardinals, I mean, they're the Cardinals. Come on, come on. We don't need to talk about them at all. Uh, they have the number three pick for a fucking reason. Um, so, yeah, uh, the Seahawks, they could nudge their way into wildcard spots. I don't see them overtaking the Niners this season, even though they do usually get a few regular season wins over them. Um, Geno Smith is the business. I saw him play live, uh, up against the Saints. Really, really good player. Um, accuracy. I was quite surprised when I saw him play live. Um, just making clutch throws and clutch moments. They did not win that game, but uh, because Taysom Hill went off, I think he scored five touchdowns overall in that game. Just ridiculous stuff. Um, and it took, a performance like that to deny Geno Smith and the lads. Um, shout out to Pete Carroll and Geno Smith. They they're managing their way along. I think they should be good for a playoff for a, for a potential wild card spot next season. We'll see what happens. Um, On to the one division that I haven't mentioned in the potential contenders list this season. This coming season is the NFC South. They were absolutely trash, straight up garbage juice the entire season. Uh, no team finished above 500, even with a Tom Brady in your team. That's how you know your team is garbage. However, however, the Bucks. Oh man, they have a, a decent amount of talent, a decent amount of Super Bowl winning talent. They still got have guys like Vita Vea, uh, Devin White, um, players like that on defense who who can get the job done. They still have a guy like Mike Evans who's been doing it year in year out. Uh, he'll probably begin slowing down sooner or later, but they they have talent in those in that team. But they just, I mean, Todd Bowles, he just couldn't unlock it. Nothing looked right for them all season long. Uh, being in their in in their division, uh, in terms of geographically, I watched quite a few Buccaneers games and they were pretty much garbage all season. There were some of the wins that they got were just terrible. Just how, how did they get that win? The other three teams all finished on 7 and 10. Um, the fact that Atlanta, Carolina, and the Saints team were all in the running for a playoff spot uh, so deep into the season just was testament to how poor the NFC South was all season. Um, looking at uh, who's going to take on the mantle of quarterback after a legendary quarterback like Tom Brady. I, I mean, fuck, legendary. He's the fucking GOAT. He's the greatest player of all time when it comes to football. Fake football. Uh, and 
it, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, they brought in Baker Mayfield from the Rams, who took over a couple of games here and there. He had a, a good debut, but Baker Mayfield has completely fallen from grace. Um, his stock has absolutely plummeted. He's going to be going up against Kyle Trask. Um, I, I have zero faith in this Buccaneers team. They don't look very good. They're going to have a, a division-winning schedule next season. I, I don't see anything positive coming out of them for the next couple of years. Um, on to the one team I do think will have a little bit of potential in this uh, NFC South bloodbath. Um, the Saints... The Saints have a lot of talent. Listen, the Saints have a lot of talent. They've been uh, going all in to win it all f with Drew Brees a couple of seasons, and they still have some guys left uh, from that from that run. They've got guys like Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Olave, who, who was an absolute beast last year. He carried most of their offense. Most of the positive things they did on offense last year uh, was Olave, Chris Olave. And Taysom Hill, who is a phenomenal football player, who, I mean, if you want to go wildcat, he's he's the perfect guy to do it. Um, and you, you bring in an experienced quarterback like Derek Carr. I did say that he and Kirk Cousins are in a similar tier for me in terms of quarterback play. They aren't the guys to win you the games that you are never going to win. They're not a Patrick Mahomes. They're not an Aaron Rodgers. They're not a Tom Brady. They're not a Joe Burrow. They're not uh, even a Josh Allen. They're not, they're not in that tier. They're the tier right below where they can get you 10 wins in a season if the rest of the team is doing what it should be doing. And with that in mind, I do think that the Saints should have the best chance to come out of the South. Um, I mean, considering their contenders, uh, the Falcons, they need a quarterback. They, they were they were trash last year. I They rested on their run game. Um, they, their registered quarterbacks right now are Ryder and Heineke. Uh, they're going to draft a quarterback. They have the eighth pick overall. Um, and same story with the Panthers. The Panthers... Probably, I mean, looking at this at this division that they're in, the Panthers are in an interesting position because they, if they get this pick right, they could easily have the best quarterback in the division about a season or two from now. If if they can really really get this pick right, if they can get a Joe Burrow level talent who can just walk into into the league and start performing right away, um, they. <laughs> It could be really, really interesting. So their options right now are C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Richardson out of Florida, and Levis. Um, who knows? There's no, there's no real bookie fa bookie's favorite. I mean, Bryce Young did win the Heisman, uh, not this past season, but the season before. He was phenomenal. He's been phenomenal for Bama. Uh, like I said, I watch a decent amount of SEC football, but Bama, Bama's fantastic no matter what. Bama, Bama won the championship with Mac Jones, and Mac Jones isn't. He is serviceable, but he's not setting the world alight over there uh, in New England. However. He's Bryce Young. Bryce Young's a little, he's more talented than Mac Jones. Mac Jones had a phenomenal season in and of itself, a very efficient, 
but I think uh, Bryce Young is a better player overall. He is a little bit small. We'll see what happens with that. We've seen guys like Russell Wilson come into the league, not a 6-5 monster, but come into the league and win, win it all. So if the Panthers can get this right, uh, and then they can quite for this foreseeable future, they could be the dominant force in the NFC South. Who's to say? It's going to be really, really interesting to see who they pick. Outside of just them, I did say that they had they jumped up. They gave up BJ Moore and a and a couple of other draft picks to the Bears. The Bears didn't necessarily need that pick because they're they're going in with Justin Fields. We'll see if that's the correct decision or not. I don't know. Um, they're, they're just such a trash team whereby, or they have been such a trash team that it's tough to even say that this is the, that he's the guy or not, because if you're surrounded by garbage, you're going to look garbage. Um, and in a lot of situations, he, he just had no help. So we'll see what they can do with the picks that they have they they did bring in dj moore um he should be he should help uh the passing game out quite a bit we'll see what happens with that um in terms of the draft and the draft order so we've got the panthers at one houston who have two first rounders at two we've got arizona got Indy. so of those four of those top four and then we have seattle at number five uh via denver 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 are are a shoe-in to finish bottom of the NFC West next next season. Although, although, although Sean Payton is a fantastic coach, uh, and he, maybe he could turn it around over there, but uh, geez, they, they, they're probably a mess for a little while. However, uh, so of the top five, we're pretty much looking at three quarterbacks. So like I said, the Panthers, they need a quarterback absolutely need a quarterback they've needed one since cam newton started to slow down uh houston as well same story they need a quarterback they needed a quarterback last season i don't even want to touch the deshaun watson situation uh but they they got a big haul in terms of picks and so on and so forth from cleveland for him uh so they they need a quarterback arizona they're pretty much locked in with uh kyla murray uh, Indy need a quarter. Oh my goodness gracious me! Matt Ryan just he he completely collapsed. Oh, he was terrible for Indy. Terrible for Indy and Indy. Oh, uh, Indy. Uh, oh, jeez. Anyways, um, so they need a quarterback. Uh, and Seattle. Uh, I think they're pretty much gonna go with Geno Smith. So they they should. They're probably not going to go with a quarterback. They'll probably get an edge or a defensive tackle or something like that. Um, just to round off the top 10. So then it'll be Detroit who have who via via LA. Um, LA don't have any picks either. So that's why they, they're pretty much going to be in a similar situation to Denver. Um, yes. Yeah, they're going to be a mess for a little while. Um, and then we've got Vegas, Atlanta, Chicago, and then Philly. Philly have two first rounders as well. So Philly... The Eagles, I mean, I did say I, there's question marks and question marks. If the rest of the NFC is a little bit stronger, then they probably don't get 14 wins again, but they've got two first-round picks. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do as well. They should be able to replenish. Um, they should be a pretty good bet to at least win the East next season, but, you know, we'll, we'll take stock in, in uh, much closer to 
to the season starting. So top prospects, I mentioned the four quarterbacks, though they'll probably all be gone by the time Atlanta comes up with the eighth pick. Because we've got some quarterback needy teams in there. We've got guys like Carter, Canty from uh, Pitts, from Pittsburgh. We've got Wilson, who's an edge from Texas Tech. We've got Will Anderson, who's an absolute monster for Bama. He, he terrorized the SEC all season long. Same story with Carter, that Georgia team. My word. Um, but pretty much all the... the, the uh, mock drafts that I've seen it's a whole bunch of defensive tackles edges corners wide receivers a few wide receivers mostly offensive tackles and then a couple tight ends here and there so it's pretty much just edges defensive tackles corners and then of course the couple of quarterbacks so it's going to be a defensive heavy um first round of the draft um going to be interesting to see where teams uh what certain teams can do especially the detroit Lions. if they can draft a well they could make a run at the vikings and they could i mean we could be talking about the lions potentially running the show over there in the nfc in the north um uh, houston not too far away the panthers if they can get that pick right my word. Houston, similar situation, but they, they, they're going to need a couple seasons. Uh, whichever quarterback goes into that situation. Actually, the exact same can be said of pretty much any high draft pick team. But of the four teams, so the four really, really quarterback needy teams, Carolina, Houston, Indy, and Atlanta, whichever team, I think probably two of those are going to be really really good picks um of stroud young richardson and levis it's going to be it's always a crapshoot always always a crapshoot so we'll see what happens with that i'd love to see indy do well in this uh as well as both carolina and atlanta doing well in this um reason being we want to see the NFC South. Uh, we we want to see some quality play. It was it was a hot mess all last season. Last season was absolutely shocking. Atlanta, uh, as well as Carolina, were poor the season before. The Saints kind of ran the show up until Tom Brady had arrived. But I'd like to see some better play. Uh, I go, I've been to a couple of Saints games. I'm going to be going to a couple of Saints games in next season and probably the season after that. So I'd like to see some high-quality quarterback play, please. Um, over to the AFC. Um, there aren't... I mean, the lay of the land is pretty clear. I spoke about this at the top of the show. Kansas City, 14-win team. The Patrick Mahomes handling all kinds of business and cans of whoop ass everywhere you look all over the show they finally got over the bengals bump that they had because the bengals had beaten them something like three or four times in a row they beat them in the regular season last season they beat them in the championship game last season and they beat them as well last season uh, i believe it's three in a row three wins in a row they managed to beat joe burrow and the bills well, and they've shown that they can rebuild. They rebuild from that 2020 Super Bowl winning team, um, 2019 season. They they showed that they can rebuild. 
they they got rid of Tyreek Hill or Tyreek Hill left to go to Miami. They showed that they don't necessarily need him. McCall Hardman, they 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 really, really showed up. As long as they have Travis Kelsey in that team, who is such an intelligent football player, the Rats sometimes it's when and we saw this in the Super Bowl from pretty much the beginning right the way through. They tore through this historic Eagles defense that had a, a season-tying record number of sacks. They couldn't touch this guy. And when you're seeing things like this, it, it just kind of goes to show that whoever can beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs is going to the Super Bowl. The only team who has been able to stop them in the past four seasons were the Bengals and the Bengals beat them. I mean, they've gone to two, three Super Bowls in four years. They've played in five straight AFC championship games. They are the new Patriots. The The, the AFC championship game is essentially the Kansas City Invitational. Like, it just is what it is at this point. That's how good Mahomes is. That's how good Andy Reid is. That's how good guys like Travis Kelsey are. Um, their their O-line especially, that's what lost them the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay. And that's what essentially won them the Super Bowl up against this much, much, Want, oh man, they were so intimidating. This this sack, uh, sack heavy, amazing Eagles defensive line. They handled them throughout the game. They handled that pressure, and that's why they have two rings in the past four years. Who can stop them? The only team that's been able to stop them since Tom Brady left the conference is the Bengals, and. The Bengals pretty much, I'm sure they have at least one more year. They have at least one more year before they have to start paying guys, guys like Jamar Chase, um, before they have to start paying these guys and make tough decisions. And Joe Burrow is going to get a very, very, very big contract extension in terms of money-wise, looking at the money that guys like Deshaun Watson got, uh, the contract that Patrick Mahomes got i think josh allen also signed an extension recently so he's going to get a lot of money that's gonna it's gonna hamper what they can do um and so it's pretty much win now for the bengals uh i thought they would beat the chiefs again i thought they would keep their hoodoo over this team they didn't manage it very very close game fantastic championship game um and they they finished their season 13 and 3 uh no, no apologies they finished 12 and 4 can they do it again? I mean, Joe Burrow showed that he's the real deal. Uh, obviously, LSU country, like I've said, he, he walks on water around these parts. Um, what he did with that LSU team, what he did going to the Super Bowl. I mean, he had a quote. This is the, the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. The most confident, uh, big dick energy quote I've ever heard in my entire life. I think one of these reporters asked him, do you feel as though your Super Bowl window is closing? And he said something to the effect of this, my Super Bowl, my championship winning window is my entire career. What? <laughs> oh man, what a quote. What a quote. Um, and so with him and, and that level of confidence and self-assuredness, they will be back. They will be back this season. I think they'll handle the North. I don't think the Steelers are going to do enough. I don't think the Ravens, especially with that uh, Lamar Jackson situation going on right now, he wants out. 
who do they replace him with? Are they going to bend to his to his demands? There's a lot of question marks about that situation. Um, he he hasn't been getting paid the way he really should be getting paid as a league winning as an MVP. Um, and they, I mean, because he's he's the business there. He's the reason why they got ten wins last season. He's the reason why they've been in divisional rounds and making playoff runs season in season out. They really haven't been able to get past the Bills or break into that that uh, kind of three man show that's been running. So a three team show that's been running recently, but. It's gonna. We're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see what happens with that. But I think the Bengals will probably run the North again. Casey will run the West. I mean, the Raiders. They got brought in Jimmy G. I don't think that's enough. That's that's. He's not an obvious upgrade over Derek Carr. Um, I don't think the Raiders will do enough. The Chargers. They're the Chargers. I mean, Justin Herbert is a phenomenal, phenomenal player. But the rest of the organization. It's one of those kind of like uh, uh, they just shoot themselves in the foot season in season out. So I, I see, and Denver. I spoke about Denver. They're pretty much fucked for a, a long while unless Russell Wilson becomes twenty twelve Russell Wilson or just magically or twenty fourteen Russell Wilson if he if he can just rediscover that form from ten years ago. Then yeah, maybe they might do something, but I think uh, Casey run the West again. They make it to the championship game again. Um, interesting one is the Bills, though. The Bills make uh, a part of that triple threat uh, of teams who are essentially the podium chasers um, in the AFC. Josh Allen, if he can, if he can stay fit all season, they'll be in the hunt. They'll get at least eleven wins. Um, uh, but I mean, the wheels are starting to fall off. Those cracks are starting to show, and they haven't been able to get past that championship game hump. I mean, they made the championship game that one season, but they haven't been able to get past KC in the playoffs when it really, really matters. KC have shown them time and time again, uh, two seasons in a row, and then they lost to the Bengals now this past season. They just can't get over that hump, and. Uh, I mean, I think it was Stefan Diggs at the end of when they when they got dumped out by the Bengals. It, it's ah, oh, jeez, it, it's tough. It's very very tough. And the question is, can they keep that team together for one more season? Can McDermott get them their one more season, have one more shot, and if they can get past Casey, they'll make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, they were pretty much the preseason favorites last season to win it all they got dumped out by the Bengals the Bengals uh, no one really thought they could do it again they kind of showed that they can do it again so we're gonna have to see those two teams the Bills and the Bengals they both have question marks for me I think the Bengals considering their division I think they should be able to make it out and then be in the conversation again KC I mean there's no question about it they'll be there and thereabouts towards the end of the season, towards January and February. Now, the reason why the biggest question mark is over the Bills for me, not only have they not been able to get past that hump, the Bengals did make the Super Bowl. The Chiefs have won. They've made three Super Bowls and won two of them. Um, but the Bengals haven't made it. I mean, the Bills have not made it past that, past the championship game. 
and they're going to have to deal with Aaron Rodgers next season for the Jets. Uh, and it was said quite often um, when the Jets were, I think, something like 7-3, and three, they were absolutely rolling. Uh, and then Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, and he just completely tanked that team and they lost all faith in their season and they finished something like 7-10 and 10 with an Aaron Rodgers. They were like, they were just a quarterback short. All they needed was a quarterback. Now they brought in one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, something like a three-time league MVP. That's going to be interesting. Um, so they're going to have to deal with that. They're going to have to deal with a Dolphins team who hopefully Tua does not get 100 million concussions. So hopefully he learns how to fall properly, protect his head in the fall. If he can stay fit. I mean, they they were a really good team when Tua's playing. To his accuracy, he was in the conversation for one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the league, at least in the AFC, at a certain point last season before he got injured, before he got another concussion. I think it was something like two weeks, two concussions, ridiculousness. Um, he he is, uh, I think, I really like Tua. I've liked him for a little while, um, and... It's going to be interesting. They also brought in Jalen Ramsey, big, big addition to their to their um, to their defense, their their uh, corpse, there, their corner corpse. <laughs> I don't think they call it corner corpse. It's just wide receiver corpse. Um, but yeah, the AFC East is going to be a dogfight. It's going to be an absolute dogfight. There's no obvious weaknesses, especially with the Jets bringing in an Aaron Rodgers. And then you've got the Bills, you've got the the Dolphins, and you've got the Patriots. I mean, Billy Bells, Billy Bill Belichick, he makes it happen season in season out. It's going to be an absolute dogfight. The Bills are going to be in for a fight. It could be good for them if they can fight it out and have an absolute, uh, just a, a, an absolute slugfest right the way through to the playoffs. If they can get through that. And come back with a vengeance. Uh, hope maybe have a, a full-on um, redemption season. Going after the going after the Bengals, maybe a championship game at KC and beating KC, and then going on to the Super Bowl. That'd be quite something. That'd be quite the story for them. Um, but as of right now, they have the biggest question mark in terms of the the three regular contenders. Anyone else really breaking into that? I don't see it. I don't see it right now. Um, a lot of teams need to be need to rebuild. I mean, the South, the AFC South. I don't see anyone really making a huge splash. The Tennessee Titans. They they really had great mojo for a little while when Derrick Henry was doing whatever the fuck he wanted off of every single snap. He did whatever he wanted. But teams have kind of worked their way around that. Uh, Indies a mess. Houston's a mess. The Jaguars, they could push on. They could push on, but we're going to have to see. Um, yeah, we're going to have to see. Uh, and just to round it off, uh, speaking about my beloved, beloved uh, cheesehead, word to Vince Lombardi. The Green Bay Packers losing an absolute legend, a living legend, three-time MVP, Super Bowl winning, Aaron Rodgers. Um... It was sour last season. Last season was sour, but I believe in LaFleur, he has three 13-win seasons. 
back to back, and then he had one terrible season. Um, so it, I don't know. I don't know what what do we have in Jordan Love hmm? to love or not to love. We we don't know. So we're gonna have to give him a season. We're gonna have to see what he can do. I saw a nice little Instagram clip of him making throws to uh, Jones, Aaron Jones. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. Um, he looked pretty good when he did step in for Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers had that. Either it was his finger or his rib or something. I mean, you know, it's the NFL. These guys get injured every single game pretty much. So I don't remember what it was, but um, he did step in. He did make a throws that he, he was supposed to make in those situations. So we're going to have to see what happens. I do trust LaFleur. I absolutely trust him. He's, he came in and he's, he had green Bay at the top of the NFC for the most part, us and the saints couldn't get past the 49ers in the playoffs. I mean, uh, sometimes you're just cursed against certain teams. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, ask Tom Brady about the New York giants and he'll tell you, um, but yeah, I'll leave it there. I don't expect anything from Green Bay this season. I do, I do not expect if we can get a nice little eight wins, I'll be satisfied. And then maybe shit house our way into the wild card weekend. Who knows? But yeah, if if Jordan Love does turn out to be a, a Hall of Fame quarterback, there'll be three back to back, and the rest of the NFC North. <laughs> It's too fucking bad. But yeah, it's quite likely that we're, we're going to get uh, smacked around, um, especially by uh, Detroit Lions with two first-round picks and, and a very, very, very pissed-off Jared Goff. So yeah, I'll leave it there. Um, there's still a little ways away from the draft. There's still a lot of time before the season starts. So uh, going to be looking forward to all the unnecessary ridiculousness of the off season. And then come September is football time. Um, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, happy April Fools. I hope you have a fantastic day wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this and take care. <laughs>